Hi, this is Larry Cabby, the voice of Lionel from Thunderdap. Hi, this is Allison Court, better known as Claire Redfield. Hey, this is Chris Jericho. Hi, this is Dan Bush. I'm Eric Stewart, the voice of Brock and James from Pokemon. This is Laura Summer from Real Talk Sexy. Well, hey, kids, it's me, Townsend Coleman, and you probably know me better as the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're listening to Alan Price and Chris Vince. And you are listening to Chris and Alan. Chris and Alan, the sexiest beast in the UK. You're listening to Alan and Chris. You're listening to Chris and Alan. You right now are with Chris and Alan. You're listening to Operation Retroshock. 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 Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Cowabunga! Dudes. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 58 of Operation Retroshock. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and this is another one of those special sort of wee intro moments with yours truly. Um, It's been a while since an episode has been posted, about three weeks or so. The last episode was posted on the 4th of April. Effectively, the morning that... uh, me, Chris Vint, Haley Stewart, and Chris Hill were going to New York for WrestleMania 29. Uh, that has been and gone. Obviously, we've come back, and um, we're getting back into the way of normal life. It has been quite hard to get back on the time zone front, but um, we are getting there. But um, it has been fairly non-stop for us, even since getting back from New York. It was non-stop when we were in New York. It's been non-stop since we've got back. So it has been quite hard to get ourselves uh, to sit down and record a brand new show for you guys here on the Operation Retroshock feed. So we are considering it as sort of a few weeks holiday, so to say, um, considering we have been doing this for three years, pretty much non-stop. Um, I think we're entitled to a few weeks um, to relax and get back into the way of things after a hectic trip in New York. A hectic trip, but a good trip nonetheless. But um, me and my co-host Chris Finn sat down and recorded the following um, as a video for YouTube. So you can catch it on uh, YouTube on both my channel, uh, just search Alan GW Price, or Chris's channel, Vintomania. Um, if you want to watch it visually, um, or you can just sit back and relax here now and listen to us blither on for about uh, an hour and 20 minutes in regards to just various things from our WrestleMania 29 trip. So, um, yeah, sit back and enjoy. So, hello everyone. I'm Chris Ventomania, so you may be watching this, you will be watching this on my channel, but then this person here is... Alan G.W. Price. Yeah, so we thought we'd bring you our video to do with WrestleMania. Now, unfortunately, Chris and Haley couldn't be here. Um, they're lazy because they're going to Raw tomorrow. Yes, they're going over to see Robbie Rebel and Sean Blackford, so I hope they have a good trip and they're meeting Mr. Chaos here, Mr. Chaos Heel and Waldo, and possibly running Martin Steins as well, which would be pretty good fun to do. But um, we're planning to go in November time to the Manchester one. So. Sadly, we couldn't get work off. And 
so much money is going to be going out over the next month, it's kind of a bit ridiculous. Yes, and Chris is all, not me, uh, Big Red is already broke and he's gone, so, uh, so yeah, um, uh, quite a few weeks back, it seemed weird, 10 minutes, a few weeks now. It feels like no time ago though. Was three weeks Sunday? Pretty much, yeah. Three weeks Sunday, we were sitting in the MetLife Arena to watch WrestleMania 29, and uh, this is just going to kind of serve as a... Uh, collaborate effort between us two just to do with our experiences now we'll probably not go on to our you know like guys we met and stuff because i am doing that separately because i'd like to show off my autographs and tell the story behind it as the same kind of as alan would probably do okay yeah <laughs> right okay, i was wondering what the heck you were doing there so um obviously on the thursday was the time that we flew out and went to airport for our lovely six-hour flight which actually wasn't as bad as I thought it would be yeah because like the last time I went to New York the flight it lasted about seven and a half hours so I was really really shocked to see that it was only going to be a really really short flight I think it ended up being about six hours 15 minutes yeah, or something and then like back that going it was out. like six hours five minutes yeah. I think yeah so. it was really it was much quicker coming back um, but definitely it was uh, nice to have the shorter flight but needless to say, um, security entering the United States of America was a total B-hatch. I didn't, like Alan said, now be prepared because you're going to have to get your photo taken and fingerprints. And I thought that's fine, it'll be, but like, you know, I did not expect the queue that was there. And that yeah. was the first of many, many queues. <laughs> the was, longest yeah. queue we ever went to. Now obviously with us going to WrestleMania 30, we're going to WrestleMania 30, right? Yes. yes. That is official that we're going to WrestleMania 30. Um, so, yeah, donations to PayPal at chrisvinton.com. Generously, <laughs> big issue. Um, yeah, so I didn't expect that queue to be as long as it was. And obviously, once you've had a six hour flight, you then have another two hours to do that. So, um, that, that was just killer. And the fact that. Besides the length of time we were there, I think it was the heat and all as well, because yeah. it happened to be very, very sunny at that time of mm -hmm. the day, and um, New York Airport has like glass roofs, so it was literally like a yeah. greenhouse no in windows there. No windows or anything, so yeah, so um, obviously with us going to 30, we'll be going to Dublin Airport, because that all, gets, that all gets done out of the road, so then it's just a case of... Anyway, yeah, I actually had an argument with my auntie about this today. Did you? Because they've... they've flown out of Dublin a few times to go to a holiday in Vegas. Yeah, she was like, no, 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 you still have to do security when you get to America. And we're like, no, we don't, because we had someone that was with us on the trip that actually went through Dublin and didn't have to do it. Mm -hmm. She was like, yeah. oh, right, well, it wasn't like that last time I went. So then we checked into the Hampton Inn, which was basically, it was a really, really good hotel, and probably... The second best hotel because the Sheridan was just fantastic, but more than that later. Um, and then um, you would have seen Haley's vlog where she's in the room with me talking, and she shows the the view from the uh, the window, and then goes into this numpty and Chris, and they go, "We've got our TV on." Have you opened the window? No, and you go like, "Oh, that's a cracking view, isn't it?" So, you know, you see the MetLife right in front of you and the eyes all right over to the right hand it, side. It wasn't just right point. over here. Wow. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, that was a brilliant view. And um, more so at night time as well, once we got back after the Thursday night access. Yeah, well, Thursday night access, you know, 
I honestly thought that we wouldn't be going there. I thought we'd all be too tired, but we were all. I think we would. Fine. I think we would have regretted it if we hadn't went. Yeah, but um, I don't think it was much that I regret about the trip. No. To be honest with you, um, I don't think it was much that I regretted. You know, not doing or mm-hmm. doing or anything. You like did that. most of the stuff that you really kind of wanted to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we did that. We did a WrestleCon. Uh, WrestleCon. Uh, I did Access. Who did you meet in Access? Uh, Access Thursday night, Thursday night, Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro, AJ, and Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, on the mine Thursday night. was DDP, Ricky Steamboat, Dusty Rhodes, and you'll Jimmy no- Hart. You'll notice a theme there, everybody. Um, as you'll have seen in pretty much everybody's videos that have been to WrestleMania 29, they have stated that Access was really, really troublesome yeah. in various things. Um, I didn't mind the whole arena thing in the sense of, you know, you got to sit down and all, but it's what they then did when you were in those seats in the sense of you ended up being taken down, right, okay, certain rows, you all sit there and you can go and you can sit and you can watch matches happening for access and all that sort of stuff, but you're sitting there for ages and there was guys that I was hearing stories of for having to wait an hour and a half I find it just to meet one superstar. And if you think, right, superstars only hang around for two hours. You know, yeah. each access is a four-hour session. Mm-hmm. So, literally, if you get bad luck, you can maybe meet two people at most and maybe a legend, which is kind of what happened to me on the Thursday night because AJ was... It was absolute I disaster. Could, you said that was incredibly rushed. It was kind of case of here's your hat and watch your No, I, get, I understand. Now, at Access, what they did was there was a special area most, outside most of the signing areas um, for disabled fans. And so what they would do is like the um, wrestlers would start their session, mm-hmm. sign stuff for us, and then they would maybe get some, you know, after all we told it right, there's four or five, you know, disabled people outside waiting to meet you. And so they trundle off for usually maybe five minutes at most, so not a great deal. But literally AJ disappeared for about 20 minutes and it was ridiculous. So everybody was getting quite frustrated with that. So literally, if those 20 minutes hadn't happened, I could have met maybe another legend or two or something on the That's Thursday night, which was I a bummer. That's why I went for the legends because with the UK Rampage fellas, Robbie, Sean and Ollie, who I must state are three of the nicest people that we had the fortune to meet. Um, top blokes. Top blokes. Um, nothing was too much trouble for them. Uh, just really, really good fun to hang around with. And I hope that's the first of many times that we actually hang out together. Indeed. Because um, just chatting to them, you know, like I've chatted to them before on Skype, and it actually seems like I've known them for years. You know, like that we just met up the year, you know, like the day before. Mm. And, you know, like I was the first of many trends, thankfully, um, on our trip. Um, but I mainly stuck with the legends. Now I queued up with them to meet Swagger, and we went in and sat down. But it was was it it was awfully warm. Found it, and I I had a jacket on and a shirt and a t shirt. So I took my jacket off and I thought I'll cool down a wee bit. And still got a wee bit too warm. And I don't like breathing in like stuffy air and mm-hmm. weird like that. And I found it too too long, too warm. And then I heard that um, the line gets cut at 8 o'clock and Jack Swagger maybe be replaced with Primo and Epico. Yeah. Um, no. So I was just a case of, look, I can't, I can't stay here, I'm just going to go. So yeah. I think I just went and met one of the other legends. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't get to meet Swagger. They had, they had like a full, I think they had an argument. 
with somebody because they cut the line or whatever, even though they were in there or something. So well, they ended well, up the meeting thi- them. Well, the thing was, right, you know, a perfect example of how it works, uh, how bad it was actually when, um, you know, especially on the Thursday, and I don't know particularly about the other days, but um, actually when me and uh, Chris Hill were waiting for Cesaro, now we were sitting there, we were waiting, it was fine, we were told it won't be too long. Um, I actually, I remember actually sending you a text saying, right, me and Chris are at Cesaro. Yeah. And then me and Hill are sitting there, you know, 20, 25 minutes has passed when we've been waiting to meet Cesaro. And we turn around and lo and behold, there goes Healy, Sean, Ollie, all the English boys going to meet Cesaro. And they came in about, they came in ages after us. So it shows you how... I retract my previous comments about those three. I'm not meaning it in the sense of, you know, <laughs> English guys. No, I'm meaning it in the sense of how organised the place was yeah. that they, were, chaos. they weren't paying attention to sort of what people had, you know, what cues they had, you know, brought in first. Mm-hmm. That they were just like, yep, yeah, you know, you guys can go or whatever. So it, access was fairly a disaster. Bar our awesomeness on the Friday, though. Yeah, um... Right, so Thursday, I think that we then went back to the hotel and ordered Domino's. Domino's. Yeah, we actually got it delivered to the hotel, which is epic. It was awesome. It was just like a case of he rang the phone and said, like, yeah, you ordered a pizza, I'm down the lobby, could you come get it? Went down the lobby, got it, and brought it back up. And it was 45 bucks for two large pizzas, was it six bottles of water and like a big bottle of... Yeah. Something like that. So, absolute steal and absolute... Awesome. Gorgeous. First of many, many pizzas, but certainly not the nicest. So you kind of you kind of can't not do pizza when you're in America, yeah. especially the New York area. So, so then the Friday, um, was Friday it? Friday was um, we didn't have anything to particularly do during yeah. the day. So Friday we kind of just went around a bit of New York, a bit of well, obviously we had to move from there to the Sheraton. You didn't mention which, that. You didn't mention uh, once we got to the Sheraton though. Um, oh, got to the Sheraton yet? Well. I'm going to say Sheridan now then. Um, Sheridan was a disaster at the start. Yeah, I was going to say about the check-in. That's, yeah, where, yeah. I, that's where I was going. Sorry, I was thinking ahead. No. <laughs> I was in my own world That's what I was going to say. Like, we got to the Sheridan and Healy and the information that we had got um, said wrong. that we were going to check in at 11. And we got there and they said no check-ins not till 3. So we could store bags, um, which meant we weren't walking around oh, with them. Which so was, nice. Which was so, so nice. good. Um, although having said that, I think out of the, all of us, Haley had the, the heaviest bags. <laughs> For somebody who is so light, who looks so light and isn't, and you know, like her bags were just like made up for it. And then Alan, this who is actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's no detriment to you, sir. But no, um, it's okay. I made up for it. <laughs> if I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to incur the wrath of like Samoa Air. He's going to start charging you. Sure. For the, the weight of the individual on their flight, not the actual um, baggage or anything. So yeah, we went and checked our bags and then um, yeah. went and looked around New York and then came back and we thought, we'll go back about four because then obviously a lot of people will have got done. So then Mikey actually texted us um, because I texted him whenever we were at the back of the line. Alan said, why don't you text him and see um, see where he is, see if we can like... Catch up! Exactly. So I text him, and in America it takes a while for the text to actually go through and then come back, as we would find to our cost on Friday evening as well. Um, but he said, yeah, I've already checked in, I'm in room number whatever it was, 
and uh, said that it took Pen him an Penthouse hour. Penthouse suite. And yeah, like Kingside Bed and all, it took him an hour and a half to check in. Whereas they were very good in the fact that they were handing out cookies, giving us bottles of water and stuff. And um, so Alan and Chris decided to go and get our bags and Haley and I would go and check us in. Now, I, no, I don't have it. What were you thinking? I was going to show them a key card. Oh yeah, I don't have mine, I took mine out as well. I could go and get it, but... Just think the WrestleMania poster bought in hotel room key card yeah, form. I, ha I haven't said that. Do you see somebody selling one on eBay for a tenner? What's the point? I, I would rather understand. keep it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we checked in there and... Um, the woman was lovely and said, here's your keys, uh, how many do you need? Four, right, okay. Um, you need to, um, you can hang on to this as a souvenir, you don't need to give it back. And we're like, great. So I'm allergic to feathers, so I needed to see about um, whether it was like, what way the mattresses and stuff were, so I had to go and get that all changed. And then we went and saw these two, and I said to Hilly, right, Hilly, we have to play a joke. We're on the 50th floor, okay? That's where we're at. We're on the top floor. So I went over and my face just looked like, you know, like it normally does, like a smacked arse. And I went went over, <laughs> I went over and went, typical. And Alan goes, what? And I went, 50th floor. And Alan goes, yes! And goes like that to hell. And I <laughs> around there like Hilly and went, told you to buy it. Yes, we're on the 20th floor. And I was like, oh, damn. Just shows you how cruel me and Hill are <laughs> wanting to have been on the top floor. I actually didn't mind the view at all. The view was quite nice. Um, and there was an apartment with an Italian flag across the way, so yeah, Robbie exactly. Webb, Rebel, Robbie Webble, Robbie Webble, Robbie Webble, Jonathan Wass, Wade Barrett, um, <laughs> Wade Barrett, um, Put me on me. would have liked that. Um, yeah, so we checked in our room, and obviously four people, two beds. So he got the better end of the deal because he shared with Haley, and I was going to share with Chris. That hand rubbing there thing didn't look well, did it? <laughs> Rub your legs as well. <laughs> I was meaning in terms of getting the better deal. So. Um, I was going to share with Chris, and Chris could do nothing but laugh and go like, right, we're going to have to have pillows down the middle. Top, top and tail. Yeah, so he actually said, what if we were to get more pillows, and it will make a pillow bed in the middle. <laughs> so he actually stayed there the whole yeah, time. The whole time. And, you he actually know, enjoyed it. He actually enjoyed it, because <laughs> I said that I would do that and give him the bed, and he was like, no, I like it, it's, it's comfortable. So oh, hands up to the man, you know, like, because, um, you know, fair enough, I don't think we all had ridiculously long periods of sleep. Yep. I think maybe the last hotel would have been the one that I probably got the most sleep in. Mm. Um, but I think it was just scared, you were scared of missing too much or missing something, perhaps. Um, or spooning with something so you didn't think you would have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just waking up, good, those aren't pillows. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that horrible thought. Um, so then, once we checked in, once we checked in, did we go? Was we, we went, went to Hartland. We went right? to Hartland. Yes. Oh, he's away. There we go. It's here. So it just tells you where it is and all about it and stuff. So I just grab one of them. Um, and it just tells you where you can actually... And it'll be the first of... Was that the third... One three, of three, three times? Yeah. First day, uh, Tuesday with Mike and then the Wednesday we were going. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so we went there and... One thing about this man is whenever you've been somewhere where he's been before, he knows the good places to eat. Um, no, really? <laughs> yes, really, <laughs> really. Um, so, you know, I, I couldn't fault it at all. There, you know, the atmosphere was really good. The waiter that we had was excellent. You know, like if the glass was empty, do you want another one of them? You know, they, obviously 
An- big, another song. They always <laughs> like get a big tip, but they earn it. Apart from our last one, who only got a dollar tip. <laughs> That's going to be another story for towards the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we went there and had our food. These guys were happy because they had um, a big thing of beer. Um, which you see in Haley's video, go like a boy shopping, and they both at the same time lift their glass and take a drink, which I thought was just perfectly done. Um, whereas I had just some water and the first of many burgers. He's hardcore. He's yeah. hardcore. Um, first of many burgers and chips. Oh, sorry, French fries. And uh, just I really, just really enjoyed it. And uh, Haley got a T-shirt from there, didn't she? Yeah, Haley got. Uh Girls' T-shirt, a green one or something. I'm trying, to, can't remember what exactly is on that. It's in our photos. And then was it then we went to the NHL store, or was it the um, day after? No, it was the first day. We did yeah. once, first day we were in physically in New York. Yeah. yeah so the checking in day was when we went to um, the NHL store. I think that was when we were killing time still. Yeah, so that was, probably. you know, Heartland Brewery was before check-in, and then we just went for a bit of a a wandered about. We were going to go to Rockefeller, but my radar was still kind of getting yeah, back, kind of got back, at, back in order for it. I missed it by like a block. Um, oh, that hurt. <laughs> Signed um, but we went to the NHL store, had a bit of a you know wander about. Um, these three uh, were kind enough to give me a donation for finding awesome food. For, <laughs> for finding awesome food, they gave me a donation to get myself a goal light. And this is getting really artistic for me. I'm like two-faced right here. Like you know, I've got bright here and I'm dark here. What do you want the here? I'll do this. May as well put the main lights on now. Hello, how are you? The bright lights are here. But um, yes, we went to the NHL store um, <laughs> later on that evening when we were having a look through Gilly's camera at the pictures. And I was like, oh, you took pictures of the NHL store, and she says, yeah, I was bored, and I was like. Cheers, Haley. I wasn't bored at all. I mean, we got Mike it's a something. Nice shop. We got Mike something. We got him like a bottle cooler and a wee go light um, keychain, keychain um, thing. So, which he has used the cooler. So, yes, exactly. So my gift was useful. This wasn't. Um, so once we did that, we went. Um, obviously, the main crux of Friday was going to meet the Undertaker. That um, was a stressful evening. That was because then we met we met Mikey then as well. And that yes, was the first time Mikey, we yeah. met Mikey, um, because obviously I was going to WrestleCon the next day with him, because these guys were going to Access. Um, I was generous enough to give my Saturday morning ticket to Alan. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm still waiting reimbursement for that, but anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, met Mikey and then we went over to Access. Um, oh, that was just... Yeah. <sighs> it's just a case of, you know, because you don't know the lay of the land, you know, like you're going... We thought we'd left in... Tons of time, yeah, like. And, like I was starting to get a bit stressed out because I didn't know if we we're going to make it on time. Um, and we didn't make it there for it was what about was it, ten past seven thereabouts. Yes, yeah, so we had twenty minutes to get to meet Undertaker, um, and we made I think the queue with ten minutes to go. Yeah. But there was there's people arrived after us. Not many people after us, but there were still people arrived after the half seven slot, and they let them in. So. We, we weren't, were lucky we weren't enough. That, we weren't that bad, but to be honest with you, you know, like we went there earlier. I think it was a case of that was mainly it. Yeah, it was literally like, was it was like, like right, we've met Undertaker. Relax. I met Undertaker, right, okay, so I'm not going to talk about the Undertaker and neither will Alan, but we'll talk about what happened backstage. Mm. Um, because this was quite interesting. Was I, that, I have that video footage still, so I will upload that on my channel. 
um, at some stage so you'll get to physically kind of see what went on. But Alan turned his phone off at a time where he shouldn't have. Yeah, because I heard someone say cameras off and I was like, alright, we're not going to get to film the locker rooms and stuff like that. Um, I realised now the reasoning was the fact that when we were walking through backstage and I was vlogging to the phone, um, John Cena was making his way um, out to replace Undertaker for the next VIP session. Mm. And so literally, literally like seconds before Cena reaches us, I said, oh, I'll have to turn the camera off and hit the record button to stop the recording. Yeah. And then literally John arrives with us and then, you know, says a few words with us. He says about uh, Rey Mysterio was in the massage room, getting a massage room, you might want to watch that. Now, I've, take a I've taken a photo, but there's a guy in front of him, so you can kind of see, they'll see the hat. So there the is proof. There is proof, but you just can't see his face. But believe me whenever I say, I swear on everything that You're I would dare in my life, that that is, that John Cena interacted with us. The, in fact, the only regret that I have is not saying to him, can we get a photo? That's the only regret I have, but I think we were too taken aback by yeah. the fact that he walked past yeah. us. Like all of us, all of them, all of us had some backstage interaction with mm -hmm. a superstar. Like Healy had DDP and Kane unmasked. You know, I think Chris would have swapped his right arm for that, to be honest. Um, but I think we we're kind he of taken aback. He's met him twice in two weeks. <laughs> I think we we're all taken aback by that, and um, the fact that we, you know, like the main guy for Raw, you know, for WWE, just like. And, 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 and talk to us, you know, and that was a bit, bit of a mark out moment, really, yeah. because it was just like, did it, you know, did that actually just happen? Because, like, I'm not the biggest John Cena fan, I respect what he does, all that sort of stuff, but you still kind of have that sort of surreal moment, as in, wait, the guy for WWE just has been walking here and has just turned around and spoke a few words with us, mm -hmm. and you're just like, Alrighty then, yeah. you know, so we kind of got uh, two for the price of one for our money, you know, we got to meet Undertaker and then we got to have Cena walk past us and talk to us as well. And then we got to see Xavier Woods. <laughs> Jerry Briscoe. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, Very nice man. Every, everyone had their their legend, now I've seen like Sean. Aye, UK Rampage got Fink. Fink, and he seemed really nice, you know, like I've met, him, met Fink. You hear him going, I'm happy to meet some new friends, and you're like, yay. But Jerry Briscoe, like, I was just like, what the hell do I have this for this guy to sign? So actually, I got Jimmy Hart to sign this, and I'm really, really stupid for doing that because I had my Hall of Fame program that I could have got him yeah. to sign that, and I totally forgot that. That's, I was lucky I purchased um, the program earlier on, on, the, it was on the Thursday, so I had the uh, Hall of Fame section of that year's of. WrestleMania 29's program. Well, which, I had I had a raw, which was fantastic. I had a raw 15th anniversary magazine, so I mm -hmm. just got the book to sign that, and that's what happened. Um, a very very nice man, you know, like um, saying about I, I, is it you that has my photo of him or is it Chris? Me. Right, because I know Chris has my photo with me in Steamboat, and you know, it's everybody has a mixture of everybody's photos. It's yeah. quite ridiculous. It was yeah. just a thing. It was just whatever you had to hand, you took the picture with. Yeah. Um, but uh, then we also, have, you know, we went round, saw the rooms, we saw like Vince's office. With his the, butler. <laughs> with his butler, the GM's office, which they didn't use on Raw, so I think they were cheating us a wee bit. <gasps> but, um, and then we saw the Themestress office. Oh, yeah. Fabulous. Oh, um, oh, my God, did I brush your foot <laughs> on by Alan? Oh, but, uh, and Lord Alfred made an appearance in there, so uh, <laughs> it'll have to be all edited together. 
But um, no, the backstage segment was good, and then we were walking back because you kind of went in a loop. You went up one side and then came round, and then when we were at the turning point, that's when the door opened. And like uh, Chris says, we saw Xavier Woods, and there was three man band, and basically most of the <laughs> the guys were yeah. out there. So we went round. We were coming back, and just as we were going back to the place where we passed John Cena, you know, on the way back to where Jerry Briscoe was sitting. Um, this elderly gentleman comes through the door and is being manned by two security. I'm looking at him and I'm turning to the guys and I'm going, Who hey, is that? And we're like, we thought it was Mad Dog for Sean. Initially it was like, is that Mad Dog for Sean? Because he was very, very similar looking, yeah. but he looked healthy. Because, you know, as we all kind of know, when Mad Dog for Sean was inducted into the Hall of Fame, he looked rather worse for wear. But um, when we got up to um, the concourse level, we then realised that it was, in fact, Ivan Koloff. Um, yes, I know, I know, slap us in the face um, for getting that one wrong. But still, it's another one, and I got a quick snap of that, so yeah, I do yeah. have the picture um, in my slideshow on my channel. So go look at that if you haven't seen that. Um, or you may be watching this on the channel as well, so whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, the picture was taken, so that was cool. We saw him as well. So we all kind of got to see multiple people in our backstage kind of experience. So it wasn't like it was a totally fake backstage experience because, yeah, the guys were wandering about yeah, there. So yeah. totally good times anyway. We didn't really meet anyone else after that. No, that's what, I was, that's what I was saying earlier. Kind of, We all just went and met Undertaker. Obviously, like, we did our photo on the ramp once we got up to the grill position, which yes. was totally surreal, you know, to see all that. And you'd see it like on my video and stuff, you know, like um, the photo that we had all done together, which I thought was kind of cool because some people had um, just done on the ramp, Haley did the yes and I think Ollie did a couple of things with his belt. And I saw two people do uh, the HBK and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. so we decided to do like the NWO, Alan in the Absolutely. middle as like Razor and then Hall and Nash, you know, or Hogan and Nash, you know, just going like that there. And the camera guy was actually laughing while we did that. Then, once we'd finished that, um, whenever you had a VIP ticket, you were able to have, like, certain seats um, at the ring. Um, you know, like, they had, like, some taping. So we saw, like, Cassius Oh No. He was our truth wasn't he? And then we saw, like... Ted DiBiase versus <laughs> Epico. <laughs> DiBiase passing. Hill, Hill was happy to see Rosa, though. Yeah, with the Ed Wiglin. Uh, and, and then was it Leo Kruger I think had a match as well Kruger Kruger I'm on NXT no this week to our my new friend me and Hill are on NXT this week are you? yes I'll have to I'll have to show you <laughs> I didn't know that you just see you just see in one shot Hill in the top right hand corner of the screen going boo <laughs> and then it just changes singing and you just see me in the top left going boo <laughs> <laughs> brilliant um, and then El Rio came out and uh, he was going around, you know, and we had a little disabled kid here, and Chris and I were here, and I kind of went round, and then he stopped, and then I go like, Dario, Dario, and stuck my hand out, and he shook my hand, and he shook Chris's hand, and then I went like that there, and then he went up the <laughs> steps in the ring, and so he did. Um, so, so, yeah, I got to shake. You lost! Got to shake his hand, um, and then just hear, you know, like, some of the questions that... Uh, that was a good wee segment, though. Yeah, it was, it was. And, you know, like, uh, it would have been interesting to be there for the Swagger one. Mm. And then, obviously, they had other people there at some stage, like the Miz. I don't know what we've been going for. Uh, 27 minutes. Yeah, I'm only on Friday. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, like, you had stuff like Swagger and Zeb Coulter and things like that. So, it was very interactive, and it was good the fact that, you know, we were able to stand in the front of it, because over in the left-hand side, mm -hmm. you had just everyone... 
Um, you know, like you had like uh, Frankie the Clown and all that nonsense. And um, I'm not, so I'm not, I'm not one for wrestling celebrity. Well, wrestling fans, celebrities. Or there's only like one that. that I like, and I saw him at WrestleCon, and I was going to go over and ask to get a picture taken, and then he walked away, and that was the guy. You know, the skinny guy with the glasses who's always wearing the vest, and you only see him going like that there, like in all the older pictures. Oh yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah. one that I every time I watch wrestling, I'm like there he is. He's there. Because at the end of the day, my opinion is they're just a fan, so why should they really be getting all the stuff? Yeah. I know. I know people do this for the stuff. Mind, there was one person I didn't see at all, and that was Sign Guy, which is Yay. good for you. Thanks, Sign Guy. Um, but yeah, we watched some of the VIP stuff in the ring, relaxed there for a while. I think we then did one more lap of the concourse just to see if there was any yeah, legends hanging about Mikey that the fancy Mikey came down, and then we all did that together, and then we all just went up, and then we had, we had to get a taxi back, didn't we? Mm, or was that on Thursday? No, that was that was the Thursday. We got the, that was we the got Thursday. Shuttle bus then, or no? Because no, the, the Friday, bus. no, we went to the superstore after. Oh yeah, the Friday we walked across to the superstore, yeah. and it was oh, freezing. It was cold. freezing, yeah. So um, and then and then we were outside the arena. You see this on my channel. If you're watching my channel, hello. If you're not, then go over. Um, and this is getting so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> so we're walking outside, and we heard the coming home music, and Alan goes, "He's in there performing. He's in there performing." Yeah. We initially, we initially thought, "All oh, right, he's yeah. practicing," because it did sound with the echoing around the arena that it was a live performance. Yeah. But then we arrived back to our hotel later that night, having been to the superstore and all, and we find out that. It was in fact Vince revealing, you know the way Vince at that stage was big enough, oh I have a big thing to show you on Smackdown, it was him revealing the set for Wrestlemania, and my goodness it was awesome. Yes it was, and then so we were outside while that happened. And vlogging. Yeah, and vlogging, so you would have heard, you know, like me saying he's actually in there performing, but I put down the bottom that it wasn't P. Diddy performing, but Vince was in there showing what the arena looked like, mm. you know, the, the Statue of Liberty, the Brooklyn Bridge, and all this here, and what have you. So went in the superstore and... Picked up a couple of shirts. Yes, I was going to show my shirts, but I really can't be bothered. Nah, we're, so we're timing along yeah, here. So I got out. the program, which is an absolute beast. My dad was looking at this and said his arms were getting sore because it is... That like, like, I remember when I initially heard that it was, 20, it was $24. I was just like, yeah. oh, can I really warrant paying that for a program? But I was so glad I did because it's actually worth it for the Hall of Fame part alone, because there's some really, really nice art in it. Like, if you look at that, like that's all kind of art style. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. The Million Dollar Man in there. Um, yeah, so we did that, and um, these guys were toying up whether to get belts or not. I knew, fine rightly, that I wasn't dropping money then. Yeah. I would wait until like a different day. And I do, I do regret not getting a belt, but. In a way, it was a good thing because with the amount of money we're going to have to shell out over the coming month and such, um, but also getting it home would have been an absolute pain in the backside because my suitcase just was a, just an annoyance getting home. Yeah, so we all picked up some t-shirts. Mm -hmm. um, Chris Hill picked up, I was there, t-shirt and the um, I'm the Tag Team Champions one. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what Mikey, I think Mikey had already picked some up. Mm. I picked up the long-sleeved um, top you would have seen me wearing at like WrestleCon. I was there, a t-shirt and the Y2J t-shirt. Which you've been wanting for ages. Yes, I have been. And then the program, so I dropped like 150 bucks there. Yeah, and then I dropped 70 because I got uh, the Antonio Cesaro very European Uber American t-shirt and the Mark Henry Bent on Destruction yeah. uh, t-shirt, um, which I'd been again toying with for ages, a bit like Chris and uh, the Y2. 
J-Top. But after that, that was... Uh, that luckily we found an amazing shuttle bus which was able to take us right back to the eyes of oh, the yes, Superstore, right. yeah. which was fantastic considering how cold it was as well. Yeah. Plus my knee was giving me a bit of jip at the time, so all's well that ends well with that one. Um, right, Saturday was when you shot off to WrestleCon. Yeah, so I met up with Mikey and went to WrestleCon and I have to say that that WrestleCon kind of, I, I know I didn't have the guys with me, but to be honest with you, Mikey made that so easy. I didn't really plan where I had to go to, so Mikey was like, we have to go here, then we have to go here, and then we have to do this. And I was like, right, okay, you lead the way, I trust you, let's go. <laughs> and obviously this is the first time that it's just kind of been me and him hanging out, but we've kind of stuck together a lot, um, and just, you know, it just really, it was really, really good because you had somebody there to talk to, you know, like, who's a wrestling fan, etc., etc. So while these three, you know, like, all knew each other, I was kind of still a bit... Not sure about Mikey. Not that it. No, not that. Not that. <laughs> way, you know, like, but I kind of didn't know. You're, you know, you're getting to know what this to yeah. say. Yeah. And then after that, it was just you know, like again, like we've known each other for years, and I can't thank Mikey enough for making that so easy. And I think so the nice way. To, I think the nice way to sum it up is simply that across the whole week of WrestleMania was the fact that. It's completely different to say if you support a football team like he supports Man United, I support Liverpool. So generally, in footballing terms, we would be at each other's necks. But mind, we aren't overly diehard yeah. in terms of it's that not aspect. Like, it's not like stuff that went down the Millwall game. Yeah, you know about that. But um, you know, Man City, Man United fans would be at each other's necks. who are diehards. Yeah. Whereas if you're a wrestling fan, I might like Dolph Ziggler. He likes John Cena. So if in terms of if that was football, you'd be at each other's throats. But in wrestling, you can like someone and someone else can completely despise them. Yeah. And you'll be chatting away on the bus or chatting away on the train yeah. or whatever. I think in wrestling... It's the same for the entire I think every, in wrestling, everyone respects each other's decision. Mm -hmm. you, know, um, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, but obviously, Saturday was the day that I was looking forward to the mm -hmm. most. Because I met, I met Hulk Hogan. Shh. And I'm not going to say any more than that. But um, there was so much going on at WrestleCon. You know, it was so... It was so seamless compared to Access, you mm -hmm. know, the longest queue I had at WrestleCon was on the Sunday, um, which was for Bret Hart, which was maybe about half an hour, 40 minutes yeah. at most. But, you know, I had conversations with Mickey James, with Hogan, um, with um, Virgil, and some stage Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You know, there were so many people um, that I met that I had the privilege to talk to and to be honest with you out of all of them there's one person who stands head and shoulders above all the rest which was William Regal and you would have seen a brief video um, that um, Mikey took of me meeting him and the blue meanie comes over and interrupts and he actually gets up and kind of taps me on the arm and says I'll be back in a minute and goes over talks to the blue meanie comes back apologizes for that and carries on talking to me doesn't rush me away or anything the guy beside him taking the money doesn't rush me away um, but that was just a truly, truly humbling experience to spend five or ten minutes of these people's time and talking to them about something that means something dear to me. But again, you'll hear about that um, later on. But that was just truly fantastic. And I had no idea that these guys skipped the Saturday Access until I watched Haley's video yeah. about it. Because I thought they'd done that, and I thought that I would be back in the hotel before they were. Mm -hmm. And that and that's whenever Alan texted me and said, we're back in the hotel, let me know whenever you're yeah. on route. So, which which I did, and they'd uh, demolished like a 
box full of Dunkin' Donuts and Haley was as, you know, as high in sugar. One donut. Really, very good sign. One. Um, but, you know, and then, obviously, um, just hanging out with Mikey, I made sure to thank Mikey um, for um, just his help and stuff and, you know, send him, because he, he was going to Hall of Fame, he was going to Broadway show, which he really enjoyed, so fair play, and then I would see him. Mind Sunday the Hall morning. of Fame was almost like a Broadway show with the way yeah. things went on. And then the Sunday um, we would see him for WrestleCon. But um, um, I'll quickly run through Saturday for my side of things. Um, we did Saturday morning access. We only met two people, me and Chris Hill. Um, my mind's completely went as to who the first was, but the second was JBL. Oh, sorry, I also met Lita on Saturday, but that was the quick one because it was a legend so, uh, stand, so I was lucky to get and meet her. Fantastic, that was always a dream. Uh, me and Haley met her. Um, Haley met Chris Jericho. Oh, tell much I love. Just um, wait to get a bottle of water. Um, but uh, Haley went and met Chris Jericho, so she enjoyed that. But um, kind of towards the end of the morning access session, because it had been an early start for everybody, and I think everybody kind of was slightly hitting um, the kind of tiredness barrier. Um, Haley wanted to go to the Superstore, so after morning access, when everybody was chased out, we dandered over to the Superstore again. Haley um, matched Chris in spending about 150 bucks um, on stuff. I think she got the likes of I Was Here, T-shirt, teddy bears, that, all that sort of stuff. Um, then again, we got... Uh, um, Chris Hill was uh, getting really, really tired by well, this stage. Hilarious because on that, you just hear him going, right, come on, like, let's go, I'm he's tired. Like, he's like, hey, you guys, you know, <laughs> when we were on the bus, so he was shattered. And uh, so that's when we decided, right, okay, we will skip the afternoon access session. And of course, that was the access session that had Cody Rhodes. And so you were probably gutted that you didn't get to meet Heyman, because Heyman was in the morning, and you were like, right, we have to go straight to Heyman's thing. But literally, we arrived, and it wasn't long after things had started, and literally, we reached the queue and they said, you will not get to meet Heyman. Because Heyman was taking pictures with everybody, no matter what the assistant said. Um, which was a shame, but, hey, can't win them all. No, it's this year. But, year. Um, hopefully he's here next year. But, uh, after that, uh, like I said, we got, uh, our, we started to make our way back. And kind of luckily we did um, not hang around for the afternoon access session because... We literally made it back into the hotel about 15 minutes before he arrived back. And um, we thought having left at about 1 o'clock, we would be back well before him. But there was an issue with a certain taxi driver. And let's just say I went New York on his ass. Um, Angry Alan made an appearance. Uh, he almost got someone dropped on the roof of his cab. Um, but yes, we did make it back to the hotel eventually. We all got ready for the Hall of Fame. We went there and then more craziness ensued. Uh, fantastic speech by Mick Foley, and the ending of that was great with Chris Jericho and CM Punk uh, Foley delivering should the elbow stopped, drop. Like his career, he should have stopped it whenever he said thank you and not done the Santa Claus thing. No, the Santa Claus thing was a wee bit yeah, too much. Yeah. But um, we got Booker T. His uh, Stevie Ray's speech was very nice, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, of course, we got Spinner Rooney at the end of that. Uh, Trish Stratus. Uh, uh, her speech was good, but the crowd was a wee bit when she said that she was pregnant and mentioned her husband. Yeah, um, I think, I think, was, I think it was a lot of young boys' dreams kind of went. Hers was very cheesy, I thought. I didn't her. like it a bit though because Finley got mentioned, so it's all yeah. good there. Um, it was nice to see him get a mention, and she said in an interview that, uh, online, I'll have to uh, show you it at some stage, 
Um, that she you're was. You're talking to me, and not them. No, I'm talking to you. Don't worry. Oh, okay. um, That's fine, Alan. I look forward to it. But uh, she was actually. She said it was very close to being Finley being the one that was inducting her. All right. Yeah, slight technical issues. So this is part two of us not saying goodbye in part one because we ran out of memory. It was three gigabytes. He's talking too much. I got fired. So. But we were talking about the Hall of Fame and kind of got cut off mid. Swing of Trish Stratus, that kind of looked wrong, but kind of got everything we needed to get across for Trish Stratus, the crowd booed in the fact of her husband, and that she was having a child, but they eventually, you know, chanted, run, 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 and all that sort of stuff, so it was all made better, but she did seem a little peed off, don't you think? Just a little. Just a bit, but um, we then had a certain Mr. Bob Backlund's induction. Yeah. Inducted by Maria Menounos, or in other words, the girl who, her pants, last year's WrestleMania, um, got booed out the building simply, simply, um, it wasn't good at all, no, New York wasn't. New York crowd just was Did not, not having it, Did not care. no respect was had, but to be seen to be quite honest, it was quite fun to be a part of. <laughs> just experiencing the crowd, just you just felt it building and building. Honestly, and building. it would have been the same if Boom. John Cena was inducting somebody. Yeah, if not a bit worse. That's the level of. And then Backlund came out, and Backlund was just. He just seemed to lose his everyone. Speech, his speech was honestly. It was like he was just led by the asylum yesterday. His speech is going to be heavily. Heavily edited because he was for the DVD. He kind of talk a little bit, and then he starts shouting yeah. it like like Chris beside me. He just go, Hoo! Half his speech was talking to Mr. H, so as I'm Triple H, independent guy. You better hire that. You know, guy. hire this amateur guy, um, whose surname was Cabana, um, and everybody was like, "Hey, Cabana!" And then I think they realised already oh, right, it isn't called Cabana. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, but he was shouting and shouting, and um, I was reading that apparently, even just up to days before the Hall of Fame, he was thinking of pulling out because he felt he was going to be overshadowed. Kind of explains what he went ahead and did then on the night, in fact, of completely just throwing a wobbler. And then Vince. Um, talked away, talked away, talked away, kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going, and then Vinnie Mac made an appearance, kind of like creeped out, and he was like, shh. And you just see him get to the front. It was just the like, most. It was just the most amazing thing for me. Was just the second Vince appeared through the curtains. Not a single sinner in Madison Square Garden went. Ah, it's Vince. You know a reaction that you would expect for the crowd that would see Vince. They knew that this was kind of out of the ordinary. I think everybody was nearly slightly dumbstruck with what Backlund was doing. And then they saw Vince and I was like. Oh, something's about to happen here, and then Vince was like, "Shh!" Yeah. And went and then was like tapping the script off his wrist to kind of say time. Went up to the podium, kind of was looking at Backlund and all, and then and eventually proceeded to keep going. And yeah, then Triple H, Triple had, to H had to get up and raise his hand and basically get him off stage. And then Vince came out and was like this here behind Triple H, like he was going to hit him yeah. with the script. But um, if you, it'll probably I would suspect that will not be in the DVD. You'll probably see Triple H getting up to Backlund and raising his hand and all, but I don't think you'll see Vince coming out on stage to tell him to wind it up. I say that'll no. be edited out. Yeah. Um, so if you're watching, you'll have seen it if you saw the special on the Tuesday after Mania, but 
if you're watching the Blu-ray, if you haven't caught it, and at the start of Vince's speech you hear, thank you Vince, thank you Vince, and he says no thank you, that was to cover the fact that everyone was not saying thank you Vince, thank you Vince in the sense of thank you Vince for what you have done for the business, it was thank you Vince for getting rid of Bob Backlund, yeah. so it was, it was nothing else, it was thank you Vince for coming and saving us from Bob Backlund. Um, so you will probably not see that part on the Blu-ray, but so it was kind of it was a nice exclusive for those who were kind of there. We'll not really talk about Trump because he no. just, again got booed out of the building. Mine, Vince's speech was cool because he used videos and all that thing. It yeah. was nice to actually physically see Vince there and talking. Um, Trump got booed out the building. Mind his speech was short, so he knew he knew the score. Mind it probably had to be short because the amount of time Backlund overran. His, his skin's thick enough that he can cope with it. But as oh, as, you'd have to be. As to be soon as Arnie Trump. came out, then Doc Bruno, crowd were silent. Crowd yeah, respect Arnie. Mm -hmm. You know, and obviously respect Bruno. Yeah, and listen intently to what Arnie say, was saying. You know, the thighs, the thighs, the cannonballs, and you know the trapezium, the thighs of cannonballs. <laughs> Um, but it was it was kind of surreal seeing yeah. Arnie there. It was as surreal seeing Arnie Schwarzenegger there, uh, seeing the likes of Bruno Sammartino for me. You know, because I've I've grown up with Arnold Schwarzenegger more than I would have Bruno Sammartino because Sammartino was effectively well on his way out when I was born, and uh, to see Arnold there talking away and see how genuine he was. See, that was the difference I think between Arnold. And Maria Menounos, yes, Maria Menounos has been involved. She's had a match at Mania and stuff like that. And she does obviously seem she does seem a nice girl, and she does genuinely seem a fan of Bob Backlund. But you can tell Arnold gets the business more. You know, he explained why. You know, he was friends with Bruno. He explained how they met. Maria never really went into how they met. She just said, "Oh, a man who's done eight hours of like certain exercises yeah. and stuff." That's how I admire him. Arnold explained, you know, I was, you know, this young boy that came across from Austria. I was doing Mr. Olympia and one of the judges happened to be Bruno Sammartino and I was a big fan and we hit it off and just all that sort of stuff. A nice backstory. No Vince. <laughs> Come on. But, yes, seeing Arnie was a highlight for me, but I really did enjoy Bruno's stuff as well. Yes, I... I'll be honest that I don't know a lot about Bruno San Martino, but the Hall of Fame always opens that door of how you of intrigue. Yeah, of how you get to know a bit more about them. But uh, again, the crowd gave him a standing ovation, and then at twice the, at the end of it, then all the guys came out and Backlund just went nuts going into the crowd and stuff. And then the, next, the, the next day, and uh, outside WrestleMania was signing autographs and taking pictures. How do you have to go? Really, it's just like really. Are you Virgil? He literally, he literally, you know. Like I said, he was worried about the spotlight not being on him, so he basically took it into his own hands. Um, needless to say, any kind of respect I had for the guy kind of just went whoosh, yeah, like that. But hey, it got people talking about him, and it has us still talking exactly. about him. So he did what he had to do um, at the end of the day. But um, after Hall of Fame, uh, we hadn't had that luxury of dinner before we went to Hall of Fame. We'd went for a McDonald's, aren't we awesome? Oh, Southern Fried Chicken Burger and McDonald's um, was quite nice. Did we go get Did we go get pizza that night, or was it the pizza was No, the we pizza were, was after Mania. We were going to get the pizza, but it was fifteen minutes, and you we, were that we, cranky we, and tired. It was I, just like, <laughs> oh, we'll just go back like, then. Good 
we'll just go back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think everybody was just getting a wee bit tired at that yeah. stage because uh, well, it had it had been the long day. Like, yeah, because the next day was going to be heavy, be even longer because like you were. I got well, I, was, I, had I was, side was, my sore knee. Well, I was getting cranky because my sore knee as well. Yeah. So I was, but um, in general, we'd all been going from well before eight o'clock that morning, uh, and this was by the time this was over because the Hall of Fame went actually really really long. We weren't out of Madison Square Garden until I think it was not far off midnight. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then it was about a twenty minute wait in the taxis because we hadn't discovered the subway at this stage. Um, so we didn't get back to the hotel till close to you know sort of you know half you know 12 20 to 1 um but um the next day um i opted to take a slight kind of respite in the morning because basically my leg just when i woke up was still killing me um and i was like i'm not compromising in any way my wrestlemania i'm not compromising my wrestlemania sunday so the folks went off to wrestlecon and Chris decided to go meet Mickey James for a second time. Oh, she is such a sweetheart. More than that, my video. He's in love. Uh, yes. um, but yeah, Chris and Healy were kind of in two minds with her too. Now, I don't know whether that was the fact that Alan didn't want to go or the fact that we were really tired. Now, I like, think it was tiredness. I went, look, I'm going, whether you're coming or not, so are you coming or what? And Mind, I think, I, think, I think Hill was probably the closest to not going between him and Healy because mm-hmm. he, was, he was really tired on the yeah. Saturday. But uh, at the end of the day, I think he was reasonably happy that he did go. Yeah, he said that, you know, like he really enjoyed it because whenever you go in, like on the Saturday before, you know, we had to queue up and get our wristbands and stuff. And then because we got a weekend one, I had to keep it on so I couldn't shower. Dirty bugger. I couldn't shower. So as soon as we had, you know, had it, you know, came home and then I got, had a shower before I went to Mania. So I went there um, and uh, the guys queued up. Went in within about two seconds. I was going in, went round, and met Jake the Snake Roberts. Now that was within about five minutes. So within five minutes, Chris had already met somebody, and he went, This is better than access already. And Jake the Snake Roberts was one of the weird ones, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yes. Very bit eccentric. Just look at the pictures, you'll find yeah. those quite um, interesting. Healy hung out with Rob Schamberger, who was such a, a gentleman. Um, Healy still has my print, and Chris, I don't know if she, Chris got his print or not. Uh, he did. He did when we were we met up on Thursday for the WWE house show in Belfast. Um, but definitely, uh, guys, check out Rob Schamberger. Um, he's kind of becoming a bit known in wrestling scenes. You would say um, a lot of the wrestlers know of his work now. A lot of the wrestlers use uh, his stuff as like their Twitter avatars and things. So he is well known. But um, in the journey to, I think it was like, from reading his blog, it was like three miles out of Secaucus, yeah. where everything was going down, and his van got T-boned, and literally, he'd brought the vast majority of his works with him, yeah. and pretty much all writ off, basically, um, so he didn't have any of his proper full-blown portraits to show at WrestleCon, um, luckily he was able to get the prints, so people were able to support him that way, but... Guys, definitely check them out, um, and if you want to order a print or anything like that, they're only ordered, they're only like 25 bucks or something, something like, like that. that. I mean, I got a really cool Stone Cold Steve Austin, which Healy and Chris actually paid for, mm-hmm. um, so they did. So it'll, really help, it'll help him kind of get the ball rolling with things again. He kind of has to get back to what he was, so yeah. if, even if you want to, you can commission like wee ink paintings and all that sort of stuff as yeah. well. So um, check out, it's just robshamburger.com, so um, check that out.
Yeah, so uh, we met like Bret Hart, um, Chris met Maria, um, met Lita, who was lovely, uh, Maurice, um, who else did I meet? I met Mickey James again, and uh, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. <sighs> no, don't, no. I don't. Um, and some other people, so the guys were really, really happy that they'd gone. Um, came out, got the bus back. Um, and then just, you know, got the bus back, um, just walked it then. And arrived um, back to the room and I was completely naked. <laughs> no, <laughs> no yeah, I wasn't. Star struck on the bed. Um, Starfish. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> then we got the ball rolling for WrestleMania. Um, Mikey. And that wasn't rolling me into a ball or anything. Mikey came with us and, uh, how did we get there again? Did by we, the train. By the train. Because they weren't doing the shuttle buses because literally too many people would be going because MetLife was 80,000 people so that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, so got the train uh, and stuff and like you had to go and get us a ticket, went then, you know, like was queued up and was in the arena in no time and uh, because I'm not really great with heights, I said to the guys, I said, look, and I respect the guys for doing this, I said, please don't mess me about whenever I'm up here, you know, like don't be going, oh look over here or whatever and the guys were were good and didn't and Haley was just talking to me and keep my uh, mind off things I was looking at it and going if we have to go further up here I'm going to be in deep trouble so went in and you, uh, I've got a brilliant photo of us just in uh, it's almost from like the darkness into the light yeah it's almost like you know like in football when you're going from the dugout you know like from the locker room into the pitch mm. you can kind of just see the, the, the brightness the, the brightness of the arena and you just go in and you just kind of take it all in. You, you know, just saw the glimpse of the top of the, you know, uh, the, canopy. the canopy and the glimpse of the statue and everybody on top uh, of just, that. Uh, just truly breathtaking. I mean, I will never forget to step in into that and then walking down and going, where are our seats? And just kept going down kept going, and down and, going, and, and going. down and down and then sitting down and just going. I, I knew there were going to be decent seats like, but they really, really were. For the seat for the money... That we that we paid for them, they were fantastic. Like so, they were um, the uh, event itself. Luckily, for the vast majority, avoided rain. Yes, yes. There's only a kind of yep. There was only a wee bit of rain during the pre-show for Ms. Anne Barrett, um, and like Chris said, JBL did the Sundance, so yeah. uh, it worked out well. Um, there's no real no, point no, talking about but I'm, no, I'm not going to actually talk about the matches or anything like that. Um, general just comments. No real idiots in the crowd or anything like that. Except one particular person who wouldn't sit down. Who got some... <laughs> yeah, put your pants up! Who, <laughs> who started getting abuse from our section, which I kind of started. So It's um, just funny because... It was quite funny. As soon as the guy turned around, you just see Alan like, on his phone. Like, like, or I just turned and was talking to you guys. Yeah. And I just completely... Any, I, I don't think he realised it was me. Well, he knows now. That's, that's so, the man who's telling me to put up. Love <laughs> you much, thanks, you know. Sit down, um, But, get a, pro but get a proper pair of jeans, man. Sit down, Beanie was the best one. Beanie, sit down! Yeah. But, uh, yes, as always, Alan had to be the centre of attention on that front. Um, but, yeah, atmosphere came across a lot better than it was on TV. That's what I'll say about that. Um, but generally just a very surreal experience. Yeah, but, just uh, a lifelong dream achieved and couldn't pick And we kind of realised, come what was it, probably about the third match of the night, 
Yeah, we're going to have to go to WrestleMania 30. Yeah, it was just after the This CM is before even the Monday Night Raw. No, after the same Punk Undertaker match, that's whenever I made a pact for myself that I'd be going next year because I, I made sure to capture how I felt after that match mm -hmm. and just saying... You know, like CM Punk for his Undertaker and showing at the Chris and Chris go brilliant and he'll eat. And, and I was like, so right. like looks at the camera and then goes and <laughs> I just went like, Wow, I am spent and I, I've never ever felt that emotion or that um that drama of a match, especially live, like I did with that. I was mm. personally involved in that match. I think I, it was the same for everybody. And I, yeah. Crowd was effectively dead for the rest of the night. That's what WrestleMania was about for yeah. me. Was Undertaker these Samsung. two, these two titans going at it and just you know just really having an awesome match and um, yeah, just that, that'll be a memory that I'll take take to my grave. But then that, we'll just get that in a wee message on the bottom of Chris's headstone. I lived for Undertaker versus Cena. I did. <laughs> I did. Um, so then, obviously, then we went back to the Sheridan, got ourselves a raised pizza. Trip home. Oh, the trip home was was so long. It was unreal. I yeah. think we queued for the train for well over an hour. I think we didn't get on the train. The event. What was it? The event ended around eleven o'clock. Something like that. Yeah. Um, we didn't get on the train until pretty much but 12. But to be honest with you, it didn't seem that long. Oh, because yeah, because you were chatting away to people, met, yeah. We met Aaron and his lovely wife, who... Uh, girlfriend. Lovely girlfriend, whose name escapes me. Uh, Rebecca, is it? She's on my Facebook. I'm so sorry. I know, we're terrible. But, um, we're terrible with names. But the funny, a quick funny story about the Irish coal miners, as they are Rachel. Called. Rachel, you have a game of um, But uh, funny story about those guys. Um... When Haley had been meeting Chris Jericho, she'd met Aaron. Yeah. But I had been elsewhere. Who was I queuing for on the Saturday? Can't remember who I was queuing for on the Saturday. But um, I actually met Rachel and uh, what was it? Oh, see, terrible names. Frankie Boyle. Oh, Frankie Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does actually. He does actually Boyle. look like Frankie Boyle. But I literally had met. I met the other two members of the Irish coal miners. So that was kind of a weird experience, but. We were chatting away to them in the queue. And then obviously um, we met the other guy, Shane. Yes. Um, who, it was funny because we're, us four were back North, pizza place. Northern Ireland, then two beside us, Republic of Ireland, two beside them, Wales. So No Scotland or England. Scotland. Well, the English guys were over the yeah. other bit. And actually, sorry, before we move on quickly, um, funny story, just after the Ms. Barrett match and Ms. Winning, um, the English, <laughs> the English boys are looking over at me, and because I'm a Miz fan, I'm going, yes! And, then as soon as and, lit and literally, I, I uh, get a nice salute back from Sean Blackford. Yeah, um, Little you know, Something on the hands. Yeah. Um, Steve Austin. That's what? Um, so yes, that was quite funny. But we made it back to the hotel. I think it was, it was well after one. Because I remember, I remember sitting in Ray's Pizza when we were getting ready to get our food. That was the night where we only got one pizza and we were like, we really could have used more. Yeah. Um, but we were sitting there waiting for the food and I was like, what time is it? It's only, it must only be like quarter to one. And looking at my phone, what was it? it was like quarter past two or something, something like that. It was that. something ridiculous. Was that whenever Haley once we went up, Haley did the vlog as well? Yes, Haley did the vlog as well, yeah. But we weren't asleep till I think it was about four o'clock in the yeah. morning that night. We were just sort of a mixture of buzzing and just time was going so fast. Um... But yeah, that was the pizza was lovely as well, though. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. So much so the next night we got two. Yeah. Um, 
Monday though. Monday though was whatever. There's Nintendo Store and Rockefeller as well. And meeting Rob Bass. Rob Bass. Um, who is in charge of AlternativeMinds.com. That's M-I-N-D-Z.com. So that's somebody I we both like spoke to. I podcasted with for a good and couple of years. Yep, and his lovely family, uh, Crystal and ever adorable Rebecca, um, and uh, just met up with them. Took us to an Irish pub where Man United. No, 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 not an Irish pub. The Irish pub. Okay, and Man United versus Man City was on TV, so I was kind of mellow and having a curry chip for my dinner. And, and of course, we uh, saw that. Well, pretty much in that time, saw the first half, and nothing really happened. And then. No. After we'd finished up meeting with uh, Rob and no, his Rob's, family, Rob said, "I'll walk you to your hotel," which, which was, was across the road. Two minutes. Yeah. I think he was a wee bit of shock at that. But we got back to the hotel and we were again, uh, we were chilling out for a wee bit, and then uh, we were getting ready for Monday Night Raw, and we got a text from Mikey saying, "Put the TV on," blah blah blah, and then up comes the United City match, and all hell had kind of broken loose in that in yeah. terms of scoring terms. Um, but then it was time again to get another train. And it wasn't as bad though. It wasn't as bad, yes, because there was only six there was only sixteen thousand people going Especially there. Especially coming home, it wasn't as bad. Yes, thank goodness for that. But um I don't think we really would have cared on the trip home after the experience we had. No. But yes, we made it um sorry, we met up with the English guys on the way to yep. the train and yeah, they said did a bit they wanted of, to hang out with us. Did a bit of Kmart and stuff like that and yeah. went and had the quickest trip to Macy's you've ever had in history of Macy's. <laughs> um do you have any bags? No. Okay, bye. Um, so then we went to Penn Station, got the train, uh, shuttle bus to the IZOD, got in for Monday Night Raw. Uh, Vendor went looking for merchandise, but that kind of ended in catastrophe, so he went and sat down. Uh, me, Haley, and Hill were getting drinks and the like, and uh, missed the superstars part of the show. Oh, I watched that. And then started started to panic when the, Justin, we heard Justin Roberts go, We're going live to USA in one minute! And we're like, but this was like 15 minutes before Raw was meant to start and we're like, what's going on? I think here? it was just to show you know, what the crowd was going uh-huh. on. I think it was just like we were panicking and we were like, no, 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 don't want to miss this. But nonetheless, got our stuff and came down and uh, I had the flag with me and uh, then that Raw began. Yeah, one thing, obviously, with, one thing about Raw is that you don't see the opening paro, but they do use it. Mm-hmm. But you don't see it on TV, which I think is a kind of a bit weird. Yeah. The fact that, you know, like obviously you used to see that there and going to welcome to Monday Night Raw, whereas in case of fireworks go off, it died down for a minute and then the, you know, then now forever yeah. kind of thing plays and then it's just shots of the crowd us going like that. Um, now, we're not really going to talk because everyone has seen that Raw, everyone would have heard that crowd that we were so privileged and honoured to be part of. I take, you know, total claim for that crowd, so, yeah. Right, okay. Alright, Jedi mind tricks and all that job. So, definite, yeah. Well, you see, that's why I decided to wear this as well. <laughs> um, obviously, a quick bullet point, some of the highlights. Ziggler cashing in. This man, legitimately, was, near, was in tears because I actually looked over and he was like that. So I had to actually put my <laughs> arm around him to make sure he was alright. But it was just overwhelming. Um, it was. Kind of I wasn't yeah. actually crying. It was just kind of like, oh my lord, I just kind of experienced this yeah. moment sort of thing. Um, Undertaker coming out and cutting a promo to be interrupted by The Shield, who yeah. walked out by us. What are you doing The Shield? Get up to the ring and then Kane comes out. Uh, now there's an epic moment. Good. There's two moments that I will 
be remembered because of Chris. Um, one was whenever the shield went past and um, they got up to the ring and you hear him and I say the S word, I go O-S and he goes, I'm shaking and then Kane's power goes off and then we all oh. start going. But whenever The Undertaker came out, um, he actually turned around to me and he said, this is why we love this. Shiitake mushrooms. Yes, this, and that truly, truly summed up um, the whole experience was that you are there to support these people who put their lives and everything on the line, their you know their families, you know, and everything for our entertainment, and to see them and you know respect them and to cheer for them or boo them or whatever, you know, was just tremendous, you know, and then. To see Ziggler cash in, and then obviously at the end of the night, being privileged for John Cena to say to us, you know, like Fandango's theme song, because obviously everyone was going, do, 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 and that's whenever the whole Fandango And of course, started. Randy Orton, Sheamus match, Mexican Waves, yeah. and everything going Cut, on. With yeah, that. that was just cotton candy, everything. But John Cena saying, you know, like you guys made, you know, superstars, and you know, I can't thank you enough for making I think, I think the this big night thing, special I for think, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that was the big thing for me, it's just the way he turned around and says, this night was made extremely special for Dolph Ziggler, and he deserves it. Yeah, which it was true. It was completely true. Because there, I don't think there was a single person in that crowd that didn't want him to come out to yeah. win that belt. Not a single yeah. person, because I think it's in Chris's video and it's in Sean's as well. He yeah. captured, and it's just the roar of the crowd. But I was that. He he got video of me freaking out after the match, yeah. but Chris Hill got the whole cash, and he was filming. Yeah, as I the, didn't want as the music I, didn't, I wanted to, like I said to Chris, could he video the Undertaker at WrestleMania? And you actually hear him saying, "Chris, do you want you put your camera away? Do you want me to do this?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, it's all right. It's all right. I've got it. Thanks." But you know, to I just wanted to put my camera away and just just in case and really, really soak in that moment. And yeah. I did. And you hear me freak out. Like, like he'll tell you about me as well. Yeah. Literally, I was standing there after the Del Rio match at end, and I'm standing here like this. And he's going, it's not I'm literally happen. in it's a prey position. Happen. I'm just like, they're going, on, they're going to replay. On. It's not going to happen. And I was shaking. I was shaking with anticipation. And I was like, they're playing up the injury. They're playing up the injury. And then it happened. And I was just like, yeah, and to witness that as well, to witness the cash in money in the bank is quite special, special because yeah. you don't see that many of them, you know, like, and that was that was really, really cool. And to make matters even better was that you didn't have rock, you didn't have rock, you didn't have punk, you didn't, you have, didn't need it, that's the thing. You know, and you didn't have, you didn't have trips either, so there was four of your big superstars and mm. you didn't have that and that show was just fantastic and then on the bus ride home just everyone fandango and and then the next night on raw because i sent the tight to wwe the next week play, yeah the next week then that showed up on raw so you would have seen and i was in the replay footage again at the cash in you, you would have seen the, the you know the english fellows robbie sean and ollie so you're welcome they cut it short because we were in it as well yeah so oh, pardon me <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it was just you know nice to see that as well, and people saying your tight was on um, raw and things like that. But just a journey home, and just after you know WrestleMania was good, but that just that just made it. Even, WrestleMania was special, but that made it. Even I think more yeah, sweet. I think we I think we probably turned around multiple times during Raw and just went, this has been better than Mania. I think and again, our seats were just absolutely. The camera, the camera doesn't do it justice to how good we are. And honestly, um, 
like we joked with Haley, saying that Haley will be booking our tickets, you know, for mm -hmm. thirty. Um, but we couldn't we couldn't fault the tickets at all. Where yeah. we were sitting was just absolutely the the photos don't do it justice. And just whenever the shield went past us, because you actually see Alan going, "Oh my God!" and then they come down and damn WWE flashing their camera away just before they're about to hit us. They're like, rah, 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 rah. but it was just a case hey, of you know. I can't complain though. I really can't complain considering. When Ziggler gets up on the top turnbuckle with the belt and the camera pans out, you just see one fool in his yellow CM Punk shirt with an Ulster flag behind him going, Aah. um So I'll be in that footage forever like an idiot. But uh, no. I'll be in the best of Raw and SmackDown 2013. I'll be in the life and career of Dolph Ziggler in 30 <laughs> years' time. I'll be able to go, Look, kids, there's your father acting a fool. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Um, but yeah, yeah so it was fantastic. We got then we got two rice pizzas coming up on the side. Um, we didn't complete. We failed the mission. Yeah, so we let Haley and uh, Alan go on back to the hotel because Haley's foot was getting quite sore and his knee was giving a bit of jip. So and we caught up with all the fandang going on Twitter and what was going on. Yeah. And such. So it was good fun to do that and then just go back to the hotel room and just relax and then knowing that Tuesday. We didn't have any wrestling stuff to do, but bar meet Mike Lacey, um, mm -hmm. which was probably one of the... I've met a lot of people, but that was just one person that I, I knew I had to meet, mm -hmm. and I was so glad that I did. And we met his lovely wife as well. Yes, we met Mel as well, but um, just, you know, as I've said, you know, every person that we met on the trip, every person that, you know, took time to talk to us, and people that, like Mike, took a two-hour train ride to come and meet us, um, you know, like I just sat down, had a meal with them, and again, it was just, it was so lovely to do that. Um, but uh, just, just a case of, you know, like, it's somebody that you've talked to for so long, and then sit down next to them, it seems very surreal, mm -hmm. and you kind of have to think you just in. You just talked away as if we had been talking on Skype for the past number yep. of years, so yeah. it was literally, you know, everything was discussed, wrestling, hockey, you know, everything was discussed. Yeah. Um, and again, fantastic food at Heartland Brewery and a great experience overall. A shame that more time could not be spent together, but literally this was, even though we were there in New York for a week, it was whirlwind the entire yeah. time. So it even, was, then, even then, that was basically us on the Tuesday was, we just basically did that and then we just really, Tuesday night I didn't, Tuesday night we had to check into our new hotel and I really did not feel well that night at all mm -hmm. and we were out walking the town and they were getting souvenirs and stuff and I really did not feel well. So we sent uh, Chris Hill and him back to the hotel and me and Healy went and got our again another glorious uh, evening supper so to say from uh, Mickey D's uh, McDonald's from Times Square. Um, I think that helped perk you up and all as well. We yeah, and I guess Nightmares was on the TV, so it was better. That <laughs> was even better as well. Done. Um, this meat's so raw, I threw my master ball at it. <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to get that in. But yeah, that was probably your best night's sleep, you would say? Yeah, I was just, I was just knackered. And no, June Hill created some ridiculously crazy video. <laughs> with it. <laughs> so you'll probably, if you've ever watched the videos on Healy's channel, the one especially exactly wherever he, in my channel, wherever he is in absolute creases, I was, for no reason. I was, I think, I think I was at the point of just such tiredness and <laughs> that 
that literally anything that was said, if you said to him, I went. If you said to him like poopy pants, he would have. Yeah. He just would have creased. Yeah. And just anything. It's like the finger is bent on him. And you just see Alan's head just go, and you just see the shoulders kind of go like that, and he's laughing. Um, oh. But it was just hilarious. Um, that hotel we stayed in was an absolute dive. It wasn't good. But St. James's yeah. hotel or whatever. But seriously, don't stay there because it's overpriced. The only thing that was handy about it was where we could store our luggage. That was it. And the internet was slow as hell. Oh, it was even slower than we were on the ninth floor. You were if, on the we, floor. if we'd have had three G, it would have been quicker. Yeah, it's terrible, but an uh, absolute dive. But place. literally, so had, literally like, two wall sockets. Literally, all that was for was sleep. So, yeah. you know, okay, sarah, sarah. Wednesday was uh, another sort of just let's go about and just do any last minute things we want to do. Um, went back to the Nintendo store and finally got all our stuff that we'd wanted. Yeah. Um, we had M&M store. M&M store, Toys R Us again. Um, just generally hung about Times Square. Uh, Chris Hill checked out Foot Locker, didn't have the shoes he wanted. Just all that sort of stuff. Um, then we went to Harlem Brewery one more time to end the trip, where it began effectively when we made the way to dollar. Yeah, we may as well just quickly say, mind you, we only have about seven minutes left, okay. so we can't be too long. But okay. uh, yes, uh, we were all running lowish on money by this stage. Um, we had enough for a meal, and then enough. Well, what would you say to be safe when we got to the airport yeah. for if we wanted to get drinks or in a wee bite to eat before the flight? Yeah. Um, luckily, we did save our money, but we had our meal in Heartland. Um, our drinks took absolutely ages. They took about ten minutes to get to us because um, they they were changing the pumps yeah. on the drinks, but we weren't told this until like seven minutes later. So, in my opinion, I was a completely cruel idiot on this holiday at times I was like, no that means no chip. Um no we did we tipped plenty during the trip but oh, I just we did. I just, I just joked at any opportunity, no chip, no chip. Yeah. Um but uh that in my opinion deemed yeah there was yeah. no reason for so a then, tip anyway. But once, once we did that we got the shuttle bus then. Oh no no wait one more second one more second. I'm trying to rush the Oh things. I know I know don't worry. Um needless to say a hundred and one dollars was put in the bill and it was folded over. Came over, took that. Yep, fine. Off he dandered, and then me and I think me and Chris Hill were sitting there. Yeah, because I went, you went to the t- You went out with Haley, yeah. and the guy wandered back over to us and says, "Let me just double check this: twenty, forty, sixty, eighty, a hundred and one. Is that right? Yeah. Sling your hook, lad. <laughs> so literally, he was chancing his arm for a big tip. So sorry, buddy, you weren't worth it." So we're probably banned from that Harlem Brewery now. Great. Yeah. Um, but yes, shuttle bus. Yeah, shuttle bus. Um, stopped at so many hotels. And you just wanted this, to be at the airport. There's a sign in the thing saying that tipping, uh, tips were not part of your fee. So we suggest fifteen twenty percent. So that was five dollars each from all of us. Then we had to go through security. Got yeah, through that. I was that. again going to be a tight guy and didn't want to tip him, but. And then uh, our flight got delayed by two hours. Um, eventually got on the plane home and got into Northern Ireland and it was fishing down with rain. And it was good to be home though. It was good to be home but then I just came home and I was near enough dead, you know. But um, I would definitely say that the people that I went with, Alan, Chris and Haley, we, we the people. I couldn't pick three better people to go with in all honesty with you. <laughs> we we 
there wasn't a there wasn't a crossword said between any of us. We all got on well, um, and to, know, to each other's faces. You know exactly. <laughs> yeah, we had a talk about that. But it was just a case of you know, like we all got on well. We all you know, even though we were near enough round each well, other. Well, what was it? What was it? Your parents said it would either make us or break us, yeah, and so we it. made it. So yeah. that's all good. Eat. The Sheraton was going to be the place where it was made or broke, so yeah, luckily Chris still decided to sleep on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then obviously all the people we met and, you know, like friendships were made and embellished, you know, the likes of Mikey, Sean, Robbie, Ollie, uh, the likes of Aaron and Shane and, you know, like to name but a few and, um, you know, things like that. But um, a truly memorable experience and for my first experience across the water, um, was just an absolute dream. I mean, he, did, he did very well on that. I, I couldn't. Folks. I couldn't have. I couldn't have dreamt it going as well as it did. Um, and just you know, some some great stories that I will share um, to do with whenever I met some of the wrestlers and stuff, and just some um, things that meant a lot to me. And uh, I'm sure you know Alan and Chris and Hilly would be the same. Um, but that's the whole reason why you go there is for the experience, is for the grandeur, is for the lure of WrestleMania and meeting so many like-minded wrestling fans. And if 30 is anywhere near as good as 29, then I I can't wait. So I can't. It's going to be good. Yeah. Be good. So, sorry for keeping you for like an hour and 20 minutes, folks. We hope you have enjoyed this. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you're on his channel, check out my channel, Alan G.W. Price. If you're on my channel, check out his channel, Ventomania. Yeah, do that. If you're on the NIWC channel... Is it going on that too? Jeez. I don't know, it might. But if you are, if it does go up, then go to both the channels. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, but uh, we'll do probably our own wee videos and all that sort of stuff, you know, defining more sort of... Stuff we want to talk about for our own personal amusement. Yeah, and then we may just do a group one just to do with, you know, maybe our personal highlights. You when, know, the like, when the Lazy Bones are back from London. Yeah, we may do one to do with that and see, you know, like what, the, you know, if there was something that meant something to somebody and then we could talk about that a wee bit. And just like if we could pick four of our best highlights, you know, that we were all part of, you know, there's no point me saying Hulk Hogan because I was only person there to experience that um, but yeah so we shall do that but as Alan says thank you for watching and uh, I think we should bid you adieu Tully Pip and say you're welcome you're welcome you're a posterior better contact somebody at once boop boop the following interpretation is brought to you by taste and good form Cody Da, na, na, na. Oh, you were not aware of this? <laughs> da, na, na, na. Your posterior better contact someone at once. Ladies and gentlemen, young people of all gender and ages, Taste and Decency proudly presents to you the reunited future tag team champions and best friends, the essence of mustachio magnificence, the intellectual savior of the masses, Team Road Scholars!
smoking mirrors. Whoa. You're only smoking mirrors.